this thing on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. This is the third installment of the Hood Loves Me podcast. I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Mitchell Brown underscore after the Brown. Mitchell Brown with underscore after the Brown for Instagram as well. Um, you can find this lovely podcast on um, your iTunes store as well as your Google Play store. And we are also on SoundCloud as well. I hope you guys are feeling great. I am in a wonderful mood this evening. Um, I've had a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a week. Uh, a particularly great week if you're trying to create a podcast because we have not been short of content. There's been a lot of crazy things. There's usually crazy things happening in the world, crazy things happening in our society. And, um, you know, we try to produce the best content um, for you guys to enjoy. I appreciate the feedback that I receive from people. And uh, we will continue to try to pump out a quality product for your headpiece. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'd like to start out by uh, uh, talking about um, a major, major Hollywood player, a major film producer, a major studio head. Uh, by the name of Harvey Weinstein. I don't know if you guys know much about Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein um, helped co-found the uh, film studio Miramax. Um, he is a major producer of uh, tons of Hollywood productions. His IMDb page, IMDb page, is thick. I think he produced something like 300 films. One of the films he produced were were. One of the films he produced was, or is, one of my favorite films, uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, Harvey Weinstein is a despicable human being, if the allegations are, well, I mean, I don't, even need the, I don't even need the allegations to be true to determine he's a despicable human being. Um, the internet is undefeated, and the internet will produce the receipts like you've never seen. If you've done anything shitty, if, if you are a shitty person, my advice to you is to repent for your from your shitty ways because uh, the internet will expose you. And the internet has exposed Harvey Weinstein for being the shitty person that he is. Um, Harvey Weinstein is a serial sexual predator. Um, he's groped countless women. He's, he's, he's just not a nice guy. I don't know no other way to describe it. He's 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 just a, not a nice man, and um, it 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 really sucks because I, I I don't want to indict this guy. We're all guilty until I'm um, excuse me. Well, now we're all some people are guilty until proven innocent. But Harvey Weinstein fits the category of somebody that's innocent until proven guilty. Um, until you see what he looks like, there was a um, clip in the show Power. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys seen Power, but um, I'm a huge fan of 50 Cent. I think 50 Cent is, is, is dope. And, and and the character that 50 Cent plays in, in, in Power, um, one one of the characters, Tariq, talks about the allegations that his father had. And 50's character, Kanan, said, yeah, whatever they accusing your father of, he did that shit. One of the most iconic lines of the last season. It, it's a hilarious line. Um, once you see... What Harvey Weinstein looks like, he looks like he did that shit. All the shit that he's accused of doing, he looks like he did that shit. Um, one of the things he is said to have done is um, 
he exposed his penis to a, a, a woman in a restaurant and uh, he was masturbating and, and I guess he was ready to go because after this woman told him, no, stop, don't, he ejaculated in a potted plant. Um, that's fucking crazy. And that's disgusting. Uh, just a, as a man, like, you know, you got it. Don't, I don't know how, I don't know what he was doing before he came across this woman, but the fact that he was ready to pop just from a couple seconds of self-love, I mean, damn, dude. You know, even if that woman did say yes, like how much pleasure were you going to give her if you were ready, if, you know what I'm saying, the plant turned you on that much, you know what I'm saying? Um, but there's an actress, Rose McGowan, and Rose McGowan um, alleges that Harvey Weinstein raped her. And she went, she, you know, went to Twitter and she started spewing these rape allegations. And um, the universe responded or the internet did responded accordingly and the internet is undefeated just like i said earlier and um the i'm gonna play audio that kind of shows the despicable nature of this harvey weinstein fellow um this audio is coming from the new yorker magazine uh their twitter account they had published the audio from um a woman by the name of ambra Badalana Gutierrez. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Um, this video, this video, this audio came from March 2015, um, and and uh, uh, this is this is pretty 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 shitty. I'm telling you right now. What do we have to do here? Nothing. I'm gonna take a shower. You sit there and have a drink. Water. I don't drink. Uh, and I stay on the bar. No, you must come here now. No. Please, no, I don't want to. I'm not doing anything with you. I can't. I know. Embarrassing. I'm no, sorry. I, I don't want to. No, yesterday was a kind of aggressive for I me. Know. I need to know a person. I want to do a thing. I don't want to do a thing, please. I swear I won't. Just sit with me. Don't embarrass me in the hotel. I'm here all the time. I sit know, with me. but I, I don't promise. want to. Please sit there. Please. One minute. No, I, ask I can't. You to go to the bathroom. Please, I don't want to do something I don't want go to. Go to the bathroom. Come here. Listen to me. I want to go downstairs. I'm not going to do anything. Never see me again after this. Okay? That's it. If you if you embarrass me in this hotel, I'm not embarrassing you. It's just that I don't I don't feel comfortable. I mean, don't have a fight with me in the Please, I'm not going to do anything. I swear, my children. Please come in. On everything, I'm a famous guy. I'm feeling very uncomfortable right now. Please come in now. And one minute, and if you want to leave, when the guy comes with my jacket, you can go. Why yesterday you touch my wrist? Please, I'm sorry. Just come on. I'm used to that. Are you used to that? Yes, come in. Because no, but I'm not used to that. I won't do it again. Come on, sit here. Sit here for a minute, please. No, I don't want to. If you do this now, you will embarrass me. But no, like they will call me again. Okay, sorry. Nice. I promise you, I won't do anything. Guys, I know, but yes, there was too the much. Guys coming. I will never do another thing to you. Five minutes. Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. It's, I know, but it's kind of like, it's too much for me. I can't. Please, you're making a big scene here. No, Please. but I want to leave. Okay, goodbye. That was disgusting. You can kind of hear the, the, I guess, the fear and, you know, the, the, the discomfort in this woman's voice and, and she says last time you touched my breasts and I didn't like that and, and he's like yeah I'm used to that it's kind of like this weird feeling I guess that you know rich powerful guys have and and um I'm not there yet I'm not a rich powerful guy yet 
Uh, hopefully, when I become a rich, powerful man, I'm not going around grabbing women by the pussies or anything like that. Um, but there's 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 a there's a major, major, major situation going on in these United States involving rape culture. Um, just a general lack of respect that people have for women, like not just men, but like women usually don't respect women. Um, and there are, like I said, countless actresses and people that work in Hollywood that are speaking out against these heinous acts of people like a Harvey Weinstein. And, um, I, I believe something like, so, so there's, the, there's a website called the justice gap and the justice gap says that, uh, 12% of recorded rapes result in charges, right? And a lot of times when these allegations of rape happen, people kind of judge the victim more so than judge the suspect. Um, people say things like, well, why didn't she speak up as soon as it happened? Or why did she wait so long? Um, I kind of understand why a woman may not feel comfortable to come right out and, and speak about um, whatever kind of sexual assault that just happened to her. Um, mainly because if a woman is assaulted in that way, it's, it's usually by somebody that she may have trusted. So now you want her to sit in a room with a strange man um, which and have a conversation about something that she's probably distraught about and extremely embarrassed about and, and, you know, all these different emotions going on. But that conversation will usually result in her sitting in the room with another strange man that's going to kind of play between her legs and kind of swab her vagina and perform what's called a rape kit. And um, that may not be the most comfortable feeling for a woman. So I understand why a woman may not want to immediately speak out or immediately address her, um, the, the, the person that assaulted her. Not to mention the fact that when you're somebody in the position of a Harvey Weinstein, I mean, I mean, he literally holds people's career in his hands, right? So now you have people like Angelina Jolie, people like a Gwyneth Paltrow, that are speaking out. And I mean, these are, these are huge, powerful women that are excellent at their craft. And they were afraid to speak out against somebody like a Harvey Weinstein when it first happened. Um, cause they had goals and they had aspirations of things that they wanted to do with their career. And they just kind of chose to ignore it or, or chose to put it behind them as they advance forward to become the people that they are today. And, um, that's, 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 that's shitty. That's that shitty that these people would have to go through that. But for as powerful as a Gwyneth Paltrow is in her space, for as powerful as an Angelina Jolie is in her space, um, and if these people are afraid to speak out against rich, powerful men, what the hell do you think Des Bryant's going to do? Right? We got Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, that uh, came out and... and, and kind of basically said he's going to make all of the players on on his team stand up for the national anthem. Um, it's a violation of people's First Amendment rights. Uh, there is um, a Texas labor union that is filing a lawsuit against Jerry Jones because, you know, you can't make people perform 
the way you want them to perform at the workplace. Um, and Jerry Jones um, is, is I don't know if he's a friend. I guess Donald Trump will say that Jerry Jones is a friend. I don't know if he's a friend or not, but but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that he donated to his to to Donald Trump's campaign. Um, Jerry Jones is a 74 year old man from Arkansas. I, I, I don't believe that during the time that he was growing up that this this America was the most liberal form of the. I don't believe that this America was the best America that it could be when Jerry Jones was growing up. So he might have his personal feelings about whatever he has his personal feelings about. And honestly, he has a right to have those personal feelings. Um, however, there was a ESPN commentator by the name of Jamel Hill. Some of you guys might know Jamel Hill. I'm a fan of Jamel Hill's work. I think she's an outstanding journalist. Um, she's also uh, a San Francisco 49ers fan as well. When I was watching the NFL, I cheered for the 49ers. Now they're shitty. Um, and Jamel Hill was suspended by ESPN. Now, she had caught some backlash earlier um, earlier this year, I believe a month ago, because uh, on, on her Twitter account, she said that Donald Trump was a white supremacist and ESPN kind of kind of took offense to that. I understand why ESPN took offense to that. You can't really have people that work for your company saying negative things about a current sitting president, regardless of how true these things are. Um, but this time, eh, people had issues about Jerry Jones and the stance that he took. And uh, she tweeted out something to the effect that if people really have an issue, then they should boycott. Not only should they boycott the games like some people are doing, but they should also boycott um, the sponsors. Basically, she was telling people how to affect the money. Now, ESPN makes a lot of their money off of the NFL. If you guys watch ESPN, they, they have all these shows about NFL. They have guys that break down film. They do all of these shows about NFL because they get this. They get a lot of money from these television deals. And the NFL is a major, major machine in the television market. Um, but ESPN is shitty for that, right? Um, ESPN was built on you know the 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 backs of black journalists like a Stuart Scott RIP uh John Saunders RIP also um you know uh Robin Roberts that works for Good Morning uh Good Morning America and now you turn on Sports Center you got white Sports Center anchors that are quoting future lyrics you know what I mean? There was a time when when people didn't want Stuart Scott to behave a certain way. What I'm saying is ESPN knew what they were doing when they put Michael Smith and Jamel Hill uh, to kind of co-anchor their six o'clock flagship sports center show. The fact that ESPN wants to put black people on the forefront, but they don't care for black opinions. They don't care for black thoughts. They don't care for black minds um, says a lot. Right. And, and, you know, there's absolutely kind of this double standard that comes into our media. Um, but there's also this double standard that kind of comes in our life as well. What I mean by that is there was a football coach by the name of Chris Forrester, Chris Forrester, Chris Forrester, ironically, was a line coach for the Miami Dolphins. Um, pay attention to the line coach aspect. Now, Chris Forrester met a woman who I recently, I recently became a huge fan of this woman. 
Uh, she is the culture goddess, in my opinion. Her name is Kiana Niger. Some background about Miss Kiana Niger. Um, she's a former athlete. Um, she uh, was a very good volley volleyball player. I believe she was um, top 30 in the nation when she was coming out of high school. Um, she went on a volleyball scholarship, uh, University of Missouri, I believe. You guys can check the history that the University of Missouri has with their black athletes. And um, she is very, very much unhappy about that. Not about that, but, but you know, she's unhappy about the double standard, right? So Chris Forster, I don't know what Chris Forrester was thinking, but Chris Forrester uh, sent Kiana, Kiana Niger a video of him snorting some nose medicine off of his desk. Um, they, they call this a powdery substance. Um, he In the video, Chris Forrester said he was snorting some blow for her. Um, you know, you guys know what blow is. Um, just just on a tangent, there's this issue going on with cocaine. People have this huge problem with cocaine. Um, I know like Rick James a couple years back said that cocaine was a hell of a drug on a Chappelle show skit. Um, cocaine's cool. That's what you do. That's fine. I have no problem with cocaine. Um, but you can't do, you can't do it at work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't do it off of your desk at work and then kind of almost kind of bragging to, you know, your side joint about how, yeah, baby, I'm just doing some blow and I'm about to walk into this meeting, this, that, and, th and you know, Chris Forrester had a $3 million job. He was a line coach for the Miami Dolphins. Um, and he, when you listen to his coworkers or his former co coworkers, you know, he had all of the coke head cliches, right? Like, uh, you know, uh, Adam Gase, Adam Gase is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins in a press conference. Adam Gase said, uh, Chris Forrester was a hard worker. You yeah, know, shit, when you're on cocaine, you, you you can't stop moving. Of course, he was a hard worker. Said that he would always be the first one at the office. He'd be, he'd be at the office at 4 a.m. Yeah, he'd be at the office at 4 a.m. because he's coming from the club on a coke binger. You can't sleep when you're on cocaine, from what I heard. Um, <laughs> um, he, he said that, you know, Chris was the kind of guy that would put his head down and go to work. But he would put his head down and and go to work. How is he gonna get that nose medicine in you? If you you know what I'm saying, if you got your head up, that ain't really how how it works, right? But 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 there's a lot of people are attacking Kiana Niger for kind of sharing this video, right? Now now you know people are judging her because of the lifestyle that that she has. Um, Kiana Niger won't do interviews with people unless you pay her for her time cool with me, right? Um, if you're going to exploit her on your television network, on your radio network, um, I don't have a problem with her wanting a cut. She should get her paid. We all want to get paid. Um, but to me, she's running the game the right way, right? People are judging this woman because uh, they're saying that she had a sexual relationship with a married man. The sex part is unconfirmed. Um, however, according to Miss Najee, Chris Forrester told her that she was that he was divorced, that he was separated, um, you know, that he wasn't married. So she didn't know, or at least she wasn't, she didn't know the truth. She didn't have the answer, Sway, right? Um, but also, we got to stop judging people for like the lifestyles that they want to live. Like, if you're an adult 
and you know, like like people judge strippers, people judge, I guess, like ladies of the night. Um, Kiana Kiana would describe herself as um, some type of entertainer. I'm okay with that. Now, I, I'll admit she's not the best source, right? Like she's not the cleanest source. However, you don't get information like this from clean sources. Information like this comes from people that are in the shit, you know, and she's in the shit. She says that she met this man Forrester um, because this man, Chris Forrester, was looking for a, a you know good time. And you could check out pictures of Miss Kiana Najee. She looks like a good time. Um, but he wanted to snort cocaine off of her body. He wanted to snort cocaine even in the video that she posted. He's saying that he wants to snort cocaine off of her breasts. He wants to snort cocaine off of um, her vagina. Um, you know, so I find it weird that people, society, men mainly, judge women that want to show us a good time. We say disparaging remarks about strippers after we give strippers all of our money. We say disparaging remarks about, you know, chicks with fake asses after we follow tons of chicks with fake asses selling flat tummy tea all over Instagram. Um, we, we, we really need to chill out with that. Um, especially if we're enjoying some of the things that these women offer us. I know I enjoy these things, you know, but, but I mean, I mean, it, it, it kind of says a whole lot about your self image. If you're judging somebody because they're partying with you, right? That's, that's, that's something that really, really needs to be toned down a little bit. Right. And, um, one of the things that also needs to be toned down as well is 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 kind of this 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 attack on transgender people, right? There was so so in Jersey, I live in New Jersey for those that don't know. Um, recently, there was a uh, case in Jersey where um, they they had stopped a quote unquote prostitution ring, right? Now now I don't know how large of a prostitution ring this was, but there were six people. Um, six transgender people. Um, I don't know how far along they were in their um, journey, their transgender journey. I don't know the proper way to say, I don't want to offend anybody. Um, but, um, you know, like some of these guys was named Darrell and, and <laughs> Darnell and shit. You know, so like the, maybe they weren't really far. A couple of these guys had goatees. Maybe they weren't far along in, you know, their, their journey. Um, but, Oftentimes, people talk about homophobia, and uh, people talk about uh, how black people are kind of homophobic. Um, I don't subscribe to that. I think that's bullshit. Uh, if you go to any black church, you know, the guy that leads the choir is probably a homosexual man. Um, there is a woman, I'll call her a woman, by the name of Marsha P. Johnson. Marsha Johnson um, was a trailblazer for LGBT rights, um, you know, and, and Marsha Johnson took a lot of shit. She was pretty much the first quote unquote drag queen, if you will. And, you know, she took a lot of shit. RIP to Marsha Johnson. Marsha Johnson was killed. She was killed for her beliefs, basically. Um, she believed in true equal rights, not just kind of the cook, the, 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 the cushy cookie cutter rights that middle-class white people want. Um, a lot of times 
Marsha Johnson and her 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 partner. I don't know if it was her 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 partner or her colleague or you know, but there was a woman, um, transgender woman. Uh, I don't know if she was transgender even. Her name was uh, Sylvia Rivera. And these people took a lot of heat, mainly from their own gay community, um, because they didn't fit into the usual gay narrative that people tried to label these people with. Um, that's there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit that we as black people have to get right. There's a lot of shit that the black community has to get right. There's also a lot of shit that the gay community has to get right as well. One of the things being how prevalent white supremacy is amongst the gay community. Um, far too many black transgender men and women are killed with no justice, right? I mean, there's far too many black people that are being killed with no justice, but, but there are tons of black transgender people that are killed with no justice. Um, that's bullshit. Um, we need to do something about that, especially because now we kind of live in the society where a lot of transgender women, they do a very good job of looking like women. Um, and, you know, it's kind of scary sometimes as a heterosexual man, you, 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 you kind of got to be aware of what you're doing, right? There's a video um, of uh, 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 Bobby Valentino running out of a hotel room with, with, with no clothes on being filmed by a transgender person. And, and Bobby Valentino's taking a lot of heat from that. I'm not here to defend Bobby V at all, um, but maybe he didn't know. Maybe he didn't know that he was getting into a situation that he didn't realize he was getting into until it was too late. You know what I mean? You drop down the panties, here comes big old Mr. Kanish, and you really can't be having sex with a woman that has a dick bigger than yours. So he probably ran out of the room. Um, but, the, the, you know, violence against transgenders, violence against violence against anybody, really, needs to... to, to to stop, but if we can avoid violence against transgender people by having a conversation, by trying to trying to understand what these people go through, these people are human beings. And here in America, you got the right to be whatever the fuck you want to be. If a guy wants to dress up like a woman, that's that guy's right. If a woman wants to dress up like a man, that's that person's right. If a woman doesn't want to be called a woman, if a woman wants to be called a man, call that person whatever that person wants to be called. You know what I'm saying? Don't be an asshole. Don't be a Harvey Weinstein and not treat people the way you want them to be treated, you know? Um, I don't know if you guys follow Young Thug on Twitter. I damn sure don't follow Young Thug on Twitter. Um, I'm almost embarrassed to, to to admit that that I'm a fan. Not a fan, but I, Young Thug's music knocks. His music knocks. Yeah, I'm embarrassed to say that his music knocks. I know, because he doesn't make music for... Uh, he doesn't make music for me. Um, but his... I haven't heard of, I haven't heard anything that Young Music made that doesn't knock. But uh, he threatened to kill his ex-girlfriend simply for the fact that she was telling the world that she was single, that she was on the market. Um, that kind of leads me to, I, I don't want to talk about Young Thug and, and that bullshit because I, I think Young Thug has drug problems that kind of create the situation that he's in. But that's another conversation. Uh, I like to talk about the BET Hip Hop Awards. Now I didn't watch the BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, I don't even know what channel BET is on my cable network. I haven't watched BET um, in a while. I don't. Uh, I, 
I think the last time I watched BET, I think Big Tigger was still working for a BET. Shout out to Big Tigger. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, so I didn't watch the BET Hip Hop Awards. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, these ciphers. Um, you know, I, I, I'd imagine some of my wonderful listeners watched the BET Awards. Um, so I did some research on the BET Awards just to see who won what, right? Who's Who's out there that's still competing? Um, I listen to hip hop music. Unfortunately, not many of the artists that I listen to were nominated, even though Kendrick Lamar uh, did win album of the year. Kendrick Lamar did have a very good album. Um, I'm a fan of Kendrick Lamar's music. This past album that he dropped, the damn album, was his most easy album to listen to. Uh if you guys listen to Kendrick's music, his music is very dense. There's a lot of sounds going on. There's a lot of different emotions. You can tell he puts a lot of thought into his projects. I absolutely appreciate that. Um, you just can't listen to his music while you're like cleaning the bathroom and shit because it's going to go over your head. However, he won album of the year. Um, he beat Future and Jay-Z. I don't, I, I, I'd like to know which Future album was nominated. I think Future dropped like three albums this year or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, but um, you know the 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 Jay Z album four four forty four 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 whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. So shout out to Kendrick Lamar on his uh, BET Hip Hop Award. I'm sure that's gonna go right in in the trophy case. It's gonna be Prismo's proud award. Um, but uh, Bodak Yellow won single of the year. Um, that beat Mask Off. That beat Bad and Bougie. Shout out to Cardi B. Cardi B is kicking ass. This is this is this is the year of this is the year of the Cardi. Cardi B also won Best New Hip Hop Artist. I think that's a no brainer. Um, mainly people. Whenever the BET Hip Hop Awards come on, I don't watch the awards, but I always hop on YouTube to check out the ciphers. And um, the ciphers were full of rappers that I've never heard of. Some of them did a good job. Some of them, not so much. Um, like Rhapsody, for example. To me, Rhapsody had the best verse. From what I understand, Rhapsody's verse didn't make it to the show. Uh, but Rhapsody is kicking it. Rhapsody has a new album that's out. Rhapsody's album goes dumb hard. Rhapsody might have the best album of 2017. That's just my opinion. Um, but people are clamoring about... This Eminem, I guess, cipher, this Eminem verse. Um, I feel like Eminem, the musician, Eminem, the rap artist, could have done a way better job. I think it was more so like a presentation, uh, like a spoken word presentation, as opposed to hip hop, as opposed to lyrics, right? Um, and, and you know, he said some things uh, about our current president. Um, and people feel however they feel about him. I enjoyed some of it, um, but I, I believe there were other people that had better verses than Eminem. Uh, people like uh, people like my son. My son's verse was phenomenal. My son killed the cipher. I also I also would really like to say that regardless, people all people always talk about rap artists that aren't relevant, right? Like um, I, I'm I'm a huge Nas fan. I think Nas is the goat. People talk about how Nas ain't relevant, or how you know these 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 kind of I I I don't want to call them legacy artists, but you know these older rappers aren't relevant. But DJ Premier, DJ Premier, sure as hell 
is on every hip hop cipher. Primo is this side of Dr. Dre. Primo might be uh, the best hip hop producer ever, right? I mean, I mean, to me, Dr. Dre is the hip hop producer, but DJ Premier. DJ Premier has been coming with that shit. DJ Premier has been coming with that heat for close to 30 years, right? Uh, shout out to Primo. Um, but yeah, Eminem had some some strong words to say about our president. And, you know, some of them were troops. Well, eh, whatever. Um, shout out to Eminem. Shout out to BET. Um, there's a sheriff by the name of Steve Pratter. Now, now Steve Pratter... Steve Prater may not be a fan of Eminem's cipher contribution. I may even know Steve Prater is aware of what a cipher is. But however, Steve Prater, um, I I appreciate Steve Prater. Steve Prater is front and center with his white supremacy. Steve Prater is a sheriff in Louisiana, and, and, and he needs prisoners to make money. We're learning about all of these private prisons, and and on, honestly, it kind of feels like slavery was never abolished, right? In, in the form of this 13th Amendment, where, you know, as long as you're a prisoner, you can be a slave. Um, and Steve Pratter gave us this wonderful audio that I'm going to play for you guys. Listen to Steve Pratter. Place out there, I don't want uh, state prisoners, Okay. They are a necessary evil to keep the doors open that we keep a few or keep some out there. And that's the ones that you can work. That's the ones that can pick up trash, the work release programs. But guess what? Those are the ones that they're releasing. In addition to the, in addition to the bad ones, and I call these bad, in addition to them, they're releasing some good ones that we use every day to, to wash cars, to change oil in our cars, to cook in the kitchen, to do all that where we save money. Well, they're going to let them out. Place out there. Now, I thought the point of this whole correction system was to let the good ones out. I thought that once, you know, I thought that you committed your crime, you went to jail, you went to prison, and you made penance for the crimes that you committed. And once you're corrected, you got sent home or you got released so that you can go on to be, to be a productive member of society. Not in Steve Pratter's county or, or parish, yeah, parishes in Louisiana. Shout out Louisiana. Um, shout out New Orleans, baby. Um, I had a fucking blast in New Orleans. Um, but uh, Steve Pratter's out of his mind, dude. He wants everybody, like, once... <laughs> Listen, I hope I never get arrested. I, and I, well, I hope I never get arrested. Let alone, I don't want to get arrested in Steve Pratter's uh, parish. Because um, he's going to work the hell out of me. Um, speaking of somebody getting the work, getting getting the hell worked out of them. There's a case or there's a situation in uh, Canada, right? Where, where there's a uh, $6.1 million lotto prize in limbo. Because, um, and this is according uh, to MSN News. Um, let me see if I can find out who wrote this. Because, uh, you know, we live in a world of fake news. Gotta fa you got to fact check everything to make sure your shit is on point. You know, I, I try to keep my shit tizite. You know what I'm talking about? Um, 
But there's a $6.1 million prize in limbo after a court injunction prevented an an Ontario man from cashing in a lotto ticket that his former live-in girlfriend claims is half hers. Maurice Tabalt showed up at OLG's Toronto Prize Center recently with one of two winning tickets in September 20th jackpot. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Denise Robertson, 46, obtained an emergency court injunction and alerted not to hand and alerted OLG not to hand over the disputed millions. Now, this is honest to God. I don't know if you guys are Mike Epps fans or not, but these are the winning numbers, right? Sources close to Robertson say she asked to bolt days earlier if the ticket with the numbers 6, 17, 29, 37. 45-47. 45-47. Those are the honest numbers. The, the numbers are 6, 17, 29, 37, 45, and 47. Right? Those are fucking numbers, dude. This, this is amazing. This is fantastic. Um, sources close to Robinson say that she asked about days earlier if that ticket had won. Friends say she thought nothing of it until he moved out of her house five days later. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, they've been living together for two years, um, along with her teenage daughter from a previous marriage. The couple frequently played the lottery, alternating each week on who would buy the tickets. Right? Now, Tabalt's associates dispute that there was any such arrangement. Of course, his homie's going to say there wasn't no arrangements like that. You know what I'm saying? Of course, they 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 want to cut. They want to blow some of that money on, you know, some cocaine and strippers with the guy that coaches for the Dolphins. Um, but, uh, 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 you know, th- there's surveillance footage of him buying the ticket. Oh, excuse me. There's Sources say that the surveillance footage of him buying the ticket has been erased but there is a bank receipt of the transaction. My man, you can't put the ticket on your card, my man. You got to pay that shit with straight cash, homie. Because now you might have to share that with the girlfriend that you don't want to be with. I'm sure you listen. Maybe, you know, a couple million dollar come up, you find you a better woman. Anywho, Robertson comes home to find to bolt. Uh, a father of three had cleared out all of his belongings from their shared home. She learned from mutual friends that he also quit his job. And a colleague had emailed the entire office and told the entire office that Tabalt had won, which is how Ms. Robinson learned about the windfall. Right? Um, that's insane. You better watch that shit because uh, that's a fist fight waiting to happen. Right. Uh, uh, all of you ladies out there, if you and your man, if y'all played a lotto and, and you know, I said as you hold on to the ticket or, or, or fellas, if you plan on scamming your, 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 your woman after you hit the lotto, pay for that shit in cash, dude, so that nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? You can't be paying for it out of your joint checking account or nothing like that. But but, you know, shit is shit is absolutely insane. Um, shout out to the people that hit the lotto. Um, there, 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 there will be some people this weekend myself included, acting like they hit the lotto because, uh, uh, like I said in an earlier podcast, uh, this is homecoming season. Um, shout out to North Carolina A&T. I'm not a fan of you Aggies, um, but at the, at, the, at, the, at the request of uh, a young man that, that I have a lot of respect for, 
he said that I can't be petty because I am no longer in school. I, 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 am, I, am, I am no longer a, a member of a student body, so I can't be petty. Um, shout out Morgan State University. Is Morgan State's homecoming uh, this weekend coming up as I am recording this? People are extremely excited about Morgan State's homecoming. Um, fellas, if you did not go to an HBCU and your woman did, and your woman is going back, for homecoming, you got to give your woman a hall pass um, because uh, your woman's going to try to get some dick this weekend. Um, it's just, <laughs> that's just what it is in life. That's just what it's going to be. Um, don't try to, don't try to be lame and like FaceTime your woman Friday night or nothing like that. Don't try to do nothing. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't just, just go out with the fellas. Try to see what Chris Forrester's doing. He ain't he ain't got a job, you know. But but his his money's guaranteed. Try to see what he's doing. Maybe you can have a good a, a good weekend. Leave your woman alone, ladies. Do not try to go to homecoming with your boyfriend or with your husband, unless y'all got that kind of thing going on. If y'all got that kind of thing going on, then that's beautiful. More more power to you. I, I support your love. Love is fantastic. I love love. Um, but if, you know, y'all relationship is janky, if y'all shit is on the rocks, if, you know, you got to go through his phone and all that, and then, you know what I'm saying, just let him go. Cause, cause, uh, it's going to be some good looking women. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be some good looking, well, I, I know it's going to be at least one good looking man at Morgan State's homecoming. Cause my ass is going to be there. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Just for the sake of everybody, just so everybody can have a good time. Just, you know, don't even ask, don't even ask her if your woman comes home happy. Just, just be happy that someone did you a favor. You know what I'm saying? Um, because we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a good time at at Morgan State this weekend. Shout out to Baltimore. You know, y'all already know how we do. I ain't no motherfucking whole show. I'm from a monument. Shout out to everybody in B-more. Everybody in uh uh everybody over over west. You know what I'm saying? Everybody uh um uh up Morgan. You know what I'm talking about? Um, it's getting kind of late. going to close this out. That was a terrible transition, but fuck it. Got shit to do. Um, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, be sure to check us out. Subscribe, rate, and comment. Please subscribe, rate, and comment. We are on the iTunes store. We are on the Google Play store. We are on SoundCloud. If for any reason you have trouble finding this podcast, or if you know anybody that, well, if you have trouble finding this podcast, you're not going to listen to it. However, if you um, have any questions, or if you want to contact me, if you have any type of suggestions, or if you want to offer your feedback, find me on Twitter, at Mitchell Brown, underscore after the Brown. Find me on Instagram, at Mitchell Brown, underscore after the Brown. You guys take it easy. Yeet it! 15. 30. 37, 38, 45, 47, 15, 30, 37, 38, 47, 38, 45, 47, just hurry up, I got customers to serve.